everybody, welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. I'm so grateful that you decided to come and spend your time with me today. My name is Natasha Collins. I'm the founder of NC Real Estate, both its members club and its one-to-one mentorship program. Today, I am joined with the amazing Kate Charrington, who is a residential surveyor at Countrywide. Hi, Kate. Hi, Natasha. I'd love it if you could introduce yourself about what you do to my audience. That would be great. Yeah, of course. So, um, hi everyone. So, my name is Kate Charrington. I'm a residential surveyor working for Countrywide Surveying Services. Uh, I guess in terms of surveying, go for the last four years, I've uh, I've qualified as a surveyor, um, and I carry out sort of remortgages, further advances, uh, home buyer surveys on a day to day basis, and uh, I'm also the chair of the Surrey Ricks Matrix Group. Fantastic. Um, and with the RACS matrix, that is for surveyors within the first 10 years of their career. Is that right? Generally speaking, yes. Um, however, I mean, you know, we're, we're very open and, and welcoming to, uh, to people at, at, generally speaking, any stage, I guess. Um, you know, if you're, if you're a student studying for your ASOC RICS qualification, or if you're studying for your chartership, or even if you've actually already qualified, um, you know, there's no true cutoff point, but generally speaking, it is for, uh, for the younger, younger group of surveyors within, within the RICS, yes. So I'd love to start off by asking you, what inspires you about being in the property industry? Okay, so um, I actually work for for Countrywide, as as I've said, Countrywide Spain Services. And, you know, as as cliche as it sounds, their slogan is bringing people and property together. And that in itself is is what inspires me. In in the role of a surveyor, I get to help people move one step closer to their dream home, whether that be buying a new one or making changes to their existing property. Um, In the property industry itself, I see people at their best and worst times of life Um, and that drives me in knowing how important property is to absolutely everyone within the country Um, is it such an important thing to to have or to to live in a property to own a property to rent a property Um, so that's that's kind of really the crux of what inspires me to be in the industry Um, but having said that the stories of other people's successes within the property industry that I know. So you've actually had on before people like Sarah Cameron, who mm-hmm. is on the governing council. Um, there's people like Fiona Haggett, who works for Blue Box, and also other females in the industry yeah. um, that inspire me to, to do what I do and be more and more successful. Um, but also people actually working within the uh, company that I work for now, these people have a genuine and absolute passion for what they do and and that certainly rubs off on me on a day-to-day basis as well. Amazing how great is it that there are so many inspiring females coming forward in the surveying industry at the moment and telling us all their stories doesn't it make you feel so supported? Absolutely and I think people such as Amanda Clack and Louise Brooksmith who've been past presidents of, of RICS they are sort of you know the pinnacle of of um inspiring females um you know that's what we what we want to look up to and and that's what the story that we should be sharing to the to the general public as well it's not just a property industry for male male surveyors we are a diverse 
industry and females are, are currently a small part of that but we're a growing part of that as well and I think the um, inclusive employer quality mark which is a, a set of uh, set of standards um, that RICs have actually set out I think is certainly a great foundation for us to build on. I agree I completely agree with that so let me ask you what does your day-to-day job involve? Okay, so as as a residential surveyor, so I see a number of properties every single day within my sort of in quotes local patch, as it were. Um, like I said previously, I carry out further advances, remortgage valuations, new mortgage valuations for those who are buying property, uh, buy to let mortgage valuations. Although, obviously, with uh, with changes in in tax legislation, that's slightly drops off a little bit at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and also home buyer reports. So essentially my job involves inspection of property and the guidance of, of the lender and also the RICS valuation of, of uh, professional standards, which is often called the Red Book. Um, and then on the inspection, I'll see if there are defects with the property, if that property is then suitable for lending. And then as a RICS registered valuer, I then place value on that property. And so for everybody out there who's listening and a lot of my audience are landlords and investors, as a residential surveyor and a red book valuer, there are so many additional hoops you have to go through when you train. For example, I am not a red book valuer and I know that some people have asked me about doing valuations before. I can't do it mm-hmm. because I don't have that training, but mm-hmm. you do. And that's that's additional hoops, isn't it? I, absolutely. And I think it, it, being a, being a valuer is something that I'm you know really proud to have. Um, it's it not every surveyor has that and I think that's that's possibly a, a misconception from the general public some surveyors carry out work where no valuation is actually involved they primarily just look at the house and, and the defects whereas in the job that I do I carry out valuation on a day-to-day basis and all the jobs that I do actually include evaluation yes exactly so that's that's the difference and and it's great that's why surveying is such a great industry to be in because it's so diverse and you go to different people and they have different specialist subjects that they're really really good at so Mm -hmm. let me ask you about in terms of mortgage valuations diving a little bit deeper into this what is Mm -hmm. what are you looking for as a surveyor in order to value the property what's the main things you go out on inspection you think this is the first place i'm going to start okay so I mean, valuation, I suppose, first and foremost, it's not an exact science. Of course, there are people who are, who are willing to pay X amount when it comes to a property and, and a house that they're going to buy, house or flat. Um, but my job is to look at the property, understand what defects there are, um, if they materially affect the value. So things like um, things like roof um, roofing defects, things like damp. Um, and then I utilise what we call a comparable method. Um, and of course, my own local expertise to arrive at evaluation. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And so obviously not every property is the same, is it? In fact, no two properties are usually the same unless you're going on to a new build estate and they've put up similar properties but even then are those properties different would you say they're slightly different oh I think even even on um new build estates there are variations you know which um which way is the garden facing things like that um you know and it's it's utilizing both both my local expertise because we tend to work within a within a sort of 30 mile radius um and 
I mean, I, I, I think I've said to you before, actually, Natasha, mm-hmm. I see generally speaking sort of six day, six properties day in, day out. Yeah. Um, I've certainly seen a few thousand over the last nine years um, of my working within the Rygate and uh, Rygate Oxted Hawley area. So, you know, I'm, I consider myself to be an expert in valuation and, and that's how I come to the conclusion of valuations, whether that be through size, age, type, um, you know, and there are a lot of variations, but it is primarily, I think it's, it's being an expert within your own patch. That is the, the true distinction of when you, when you are able to make the correct valuation. Yes. And that's such a crucial point. Everybody who's listening, if you get a surveyor, when you get your surveyor going out and doing a mortgage valuation, be it on behalf they've gone out because of the bank or if you've actually instructed them, the person that's going out will be someone local to the area who knows the area. It's not going to be someone from hundreds of miles away, is it? Usually it will be a local expert. That's right. And I think one thing which people should know, you know, surveyors are are like me. We're not we're not out to get people. We're there to help people make that make the biggest purchase or biggest changes to their life. Um, And, you know, through through valuation, we can we can make a house safe and secure financially for someone. Um, And certainly by undervaluing or overvaluing, that's not. And um, that's not what we're we're here to do. We're here to make sure that we put a current market valuation on property. Yeah, you are the safety net, which stops someone from doing something stupid, basically. Yes, <laughs> great way. <laughs> so that's why I would seriously, every time you're buying a property, make sure anybody, if you're listening to this, please go and get a surveyor to go and do the valuation. And please listen to it as well. Don't start... Um, getting angry if they've not done the, the the value that you want them to because actually you've employed a professional to go out there and mm-hmm. use their professional knowledge so really do have some respect for that because they want to really help you and you get pe- lovely people like Kate who go out there and do it for you as well <laughs> absolutely and and I think like you said we are that safety net and that that comes into into its own as well when we actually offer people advice on on what type of survey that they should get so you've got the mortgage valuation which is primarily for the bank um, and the bank alone really um for the lending purposes but then if someone actually wants to have a private survey whether they go for a home buyer or building building survey that will be determined by numerous factors but even if someone um wants us to undertake a home buyer survey and we get to the property and we feel that it doesn't actually fit um fit the criteria of what a home buyer would cover then we would suggest that they undertake a building survey instead so we really are looking out for out for the client at every stage of the the process brilliant so next question is how do you see the property industry changing over the next five to ten years that's a very good question (laughs) um I think certainly obviously there have been a lot of socioeconomic changes in the last couple of years so looking forward is so difficult but um, a couple of things that I pick up on is um, 
you know, the call for evidence regarding the house buying process over the next five to 10 years, I'm, I'm really hopeful that as part of a collaborative effort through government, through conveyancing, through surveying uh, businesses, we're able to bring some change to, to making the house buying process more e um, more efficient and easier for, for buyers um, so that they don't lose out they don't lose out financially it doesn't take too long um it is the biggest and most stressful um part of life for many people and having done it quite a few times myself not not in terms of buying my own property but in terms of moving with with my mum and dad a number of times I know how important that house buying process is. So hopefully over the next five to 10 years, that call for evidence regarding that house buying process will change a few things for the better. Um, and it also technology is influencing how most of, of the people in the property industry do their jobs. Um, I know myself, there's been a heavy investment from my company in technology and that's seen a... An improvement in the way in the way that we do things the way we have access to information um, and that can only that can only get better so certainly in 10 years time I mean technology goes so it goes so fast mm -hmm. um, that I, I suspect that will be a key changer in, in the coming years um, but I, I think crucially for me actually in terms of, of the property industry itself I think that something that we've touched upon earlier is diversity within the property industry and given the extensive work that ricks and individuals like like myself like you like sarah cameron are doing um in relation to diversity and inclusion and also working with with our own companies to try and achieve a more diverse demographic within the industry mm -hmm. I see that the property industry itself will certainly have an increase in females at both the middle and top tier levels. I think so too. I think there are some really positive changes coming out. And you know, every time I ask this question, I always get the best range of responses and people are so looking forward to what's to come. Whereas I think sometimes investors and landlords can get really stuck in a rut and saying, oh, but I'm being taxed and this is happening. But mm. we have so many more exciting things coming in the property industry and what, what mm. our jobs as property professionals. And yes, I count landlords and property investors as property professionals because you're here, you're doing it. Mm -hmm. um, We've got so many good things coming, haven't we? And getting more yeah. people involved in the industry, fabulous. Changing mm -hmm. technology, fabulous. That's only can help us out. Making the buying pr process more efficient, amazing, because that can go on for months and months and months. It's, mm -hmm. it's all exciting things. I'm really excited to be a part of it. Absolutely, and, and I think certainly for for your listeners who are investors that call for evidence and the changes in technology will certainly help them in future to make better decisions and make better returns on their property amazing so finally if you had one tip for someone starting out in the industry what would it be hmm um i think i think probably i would say to people really try and get in early um i mean one of the things which i i don't regret i mean you know you can't can't regret what you've done because you've done it already you can't change it but if i had my time again i would be a surveyor much earlier 
um, you know, get chartered earlier, get to us at risk status earlier. Um, but first and foremost, people need to actually try the industry out. Um, and whether that be through work experience at school or, or, you know, just generally speaking to people about what it is that that they do in the property industry they need to need to have knowledge to actually be passionate about driving the industry forward um, and you know we need to um we need to be much better at telling our story so for someone who who is looking to get into the property industry network make sure you talk to people try and surround yourself with people who absolutely love what they do and are passionate about it um, and also make sure that you're up to date with um with the new technologies that are coming in and what you can do to better yourself al along the way um, and certainly i mean one of the biggest things is understand what role you want to be in. Obviously, surveying within the property industry is just one sector. There's there's also agency, which which I was which I was in previously, and and I loved that role. Um, I loved that role as well. So, understand, you know, do you want to be people facing ultimately? Do you want to be in an office? Do you want to work outside? Try and understand what it is that you want from the property industry because I guarantee you that whether you go into residential, rural, commercial, whatever it is in the property industry, there is certainly something for everyone out there. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming and joining me today, Kate. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. That's all right. No problem. It's been really fun. This podcast was awesome wasn't it a really good look into what a residential surveyor does and how they can help you as property investors and landlords how incredible you can see they are so 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 geared towards supporting you and making sure that you are making the right decision in the property industry now if you've loved this podcast don't forget to push like and subscribe so that you get more of this goodness every single week. And if you want to find out more about what MC Real Estate does, head on over to www.mcrealestate.co.uk and subscribe to my free Insider Circle where I will keep you updated with every single thing that's going on in the property industry and with MC Real Estate. Thank you for joining me today. I cannot wait to catch up with you soon.